Hello, and welcome to the Broke Bingo Addict. This is a podcast that ventures through the wild and crazy world of bingo. This is much more than your grandmother's bingo. My name's Shari, and welcome to this week's episode, which, as always, is for entertainment purposes only. Hello, bingo lovers. You know, last season, one of the most popular episodes I did was the podcast talking about uh, cruise ships and uh, bingo tournaments. Uh, I mean, by far, it was the most listened to podcast episode that I had. You know, and now that I'm learning more about things that are happening around the country, what I found out is that in addition to those lovely bingo tournaments that cruise ships have, there are things called meet and greets that people have in the TikTok world where you have bingo uh, events where all these lovely little TikTok influencers or, you know, key TikTok bingo players will show up and people can meet them and talk to them. And I think that's really kind of cool, too. Hopefully, I'll have the opportunity sometime to do that. But at the moment, there are two that I'm aware of. One of them is happening uh, in March. It's happening in Pennsylvania. And uh, actually, I guess it's in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. It's March 6th, and it's called Super Sunday Bingo. It's a meet and greet, and it's being sponsored, I think, or at least two of the TikTok people that I know that are going to be attending and are supporting this are at bingo underscore fairy, and the other one is at live underscore love underscore teach underscore bingo. Uh, These are people that I follow and I think uh, do a really great job of engaging people, and it looks like that's going to be fun. There's also things that are going to be happening. They've put on one of their uh, little TikTok things, things that you can do and places that you can stay. So if you want to do that, if you want to attend that event that's happening on March 6th in Pennsylvania, or excuse me, in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, then you actually should uh, go on to their sites, and I'm sure there's additional information there. It looks like you can also go to statestreetbingo.com and get additional information, okay? So that's State Street Bingo. Now, there's another one that's happening in February over the course of three days. It's going to be February 25th, 26th, and 27th, and that's happening in Houston, Texas. Uh, It's being sponsored by at bingo underscore addict, and that's actually uh, Confessions of a Bingo Addict. And it looks like they're going to have a couple of special guests. Uh, It's going to be I Am Cash Official and Bingo Nurse Alley are going to be there. So it's (laughs) also listing saying it's going to be a pull tab frenzy, which I can just imagine. Three nights of bingo at three different locations and three different times, okay? So the three different locations, uh, from what I understand, are Interstate 45 Bingo, Big Tex Bingo, uh, 1960s Bingo. Okay, there was, uh, those are all three different locations. So I don't know how the logistics go for that, to be honest. Uh, I do know that they are having three bingo events a day. So one in the afternoon, one in the evening, and one in the late evening. <laughs> People have a lot more stamina than I do. I can't do those late night ones so much anymore. Anyway, I'm sure if you go check her out on TikTok, you can get some more information. That would be at bingo underscore addict uh, on TikTok. You should be able to find that. And I also think that she has a uh, website, which would be confessionsofabingoaddict.com. So you also could find some information there to see if you're interested and want to attend that event. And I'm sure there's going to be a lot more of these events happening. I'm just kind of getting introduced to them. I didn't know that this was a thing, although I'm kind of tickled by it. And uh, to be honest, I actually saw um, 
confessions of a bingo addict or at bingo underscore addict at the last uh, tournament that I participated in in Las Vegas. I saw her walking around there uh, while I was playing and I should reach out. I don't know if she's going to be playing at the one that's coming up in March, but I'm going to look and see because it would be kind of cool when you see these people on TikTok all the time playing and having a good time enjoying it the way that you enjoying it. It really actually would be fun to kind of reach out and see them in person. So I'm kind of tickled to find out if any of these people are going to show up when I'm going into uh, Vegas for that bingo tournament. Okay, so I'll let you know more about that. Now, I don't want to leave the cruises out of the picture because they're absolutely definitely going to keep having them. Uh, right now, the only one that's scheduled is the one that's being uh, promoted by the Bingo Bugle. It is called the 33rd Annual Bingo Bugle uh, Bingo Tournament and Gaming Cruise. I mean, I had no idea that they had that many of them. It's actually going to be an eight-day Caribbean cruise starting in November, actually November 5th through the 13th leaving out of Miami, and it's going to be going to St. Kitts, St. Martin, San Juan, and Grand, Grand Turk. I uh, absolutely love Grand Turk. My sisters and I had an absolute blast, and sometime, once all this COVID crazy is over, would certainly love to go back. But anyway, this, this uh, tournament is paying uh, $100,000 in cash, uh, plus there's also opportunity, it looks like, to win a free cruise, which I've done before, by the way, on Princess Cruises. That was great. Some kind of a little raffle thing that I won, so that was a lot of fun. Anyway, I don't have all the prices for this particular cruise, but it does say that if you get an early bird uh, purchase, that you save $40, okay? So if you purchase it by February 7th, then you get that $40 purchase. So something just to keep in mind if you'd like to take a cruise and you'd like to play bingo. The other one we had last year was on Royal Caribbean, and at this point, I haven't seen anything, but I'll absolutely be sure to check in on that and let you guys know if I hear anything about that cruise. Uh, if you recall, last, last year they happened at virtually the same time. They were almost back-to-back -back, uh, uh, with each other. So if it does happen, it may or may not happen at the same time. So I got that little bit of information about the cruises from checking out the uh, Bingo Bugle. I'm sure you're all aware of that if you're a real bingo player, uh, or, or if you've been listening to my podcast for a while, you certainly know about it. But not only did I hear about that cruise, but I was checking out some of the articles, and there was an, uh, one in particular that caught my eye, and it was titled, More Illegal Facebook Bingo. Seriously? <laughs> it's like, what the hell? So anyway, real quick, I'll read you just a little bit of what this says. Um, again, it was titled More Illegal Facebook Bingo. A Facebook group that was organizing illegal online bingo has been shut down by the Dutch Gaming Authority. I guess that's KSA in uh, parentheses. As a way of promoting its unlicensed activity, Dortch Queens, I do not know how to say that. It's D-O-R-D-T-S-E, Queens, use Facebook's platform. Moreover, the eight administrators were advertising games on their personal Facebook pages. The KSA called this network an illegal bingo spiderweb, referring to its interconnected nature. The administrator of the pages allegedly allowed minors to participate in the games. Uh, the Dutch regulator stated that it has been reporting these types of activity to Facebook for quite a while to no effect, so they stepped in to facilitate the process. Illegal bingo games originating from a host of countries, including the U.S. and Canada, continue to proliferate on Facebook and with no organized effort on the part of Facebook to shut these down. 
Yeah, that kind of sucks, Facebook. There's all these kind of crappy things that you're doing, but they should not be encouraging minors to do gaming on Facebook. So anyway, this is an article that I saw in uh, the Bingo Bugle, which I think has a lot of information. That was in the one for Los Angeles, but there's also a lot of good articles in several other editions across the country. And they're not just, you know, serious articles like that particular one. There are also a lot of fun ones. In fact, they're probably more fun ones than there are serious ones. And surprisingly, I just found an article that gave an answer to a question that I've had for such a long time. I was looking at the edition for the Bingle Bugle in Houston, and I came upon an article by um, Bob Whitmore. His whole little column's called Bob on Bingo. And there's a section in here that I love because I've wondered about this for a long time. Uh, he was saying that he yelled, 40! When N40 uh, was called in bingo the other night and somebody chastised him for it and he was like, well, so clearly these people don't know uh, that that is really kind of a sacred part of bingo is yelling 40 when N40 is called. So he was like, OK, I think we need to uh, re-explain how that custom was started. So this is something I didn't know and I have always, always, always wondered about. So this is what he says, how that um, that habit or that tradition of yelling 40 uh, got started. So. He says, from what I hear, it all started at a senior citizen center in Fontana, California, uh, a far-flung suburb of Los Angeles. So they don't know. We know, but they don't know. Uh, in the late 1960s, many of the people there were just finishing up supper. They were preparing for the start of bingo. And at the end of the meal, the conversation turned to Jack Benny, uh, the comedian who always claimed to be 39 years old. Someone in the group said, now, if he were 40, that would really be old. Within a minute, the caller started the game, and the first ball that came out was in 40. All the people who were talking about Jack Benny shouted, 40! And that's how it started. <laughs> so... I don't know if that's true or not true, but I'd always wondered about it. I guess if you go to different places, that's the story from some guy in Houston. Uh, you could probably go to other places and they have a different explanation as to how it started. But trust me, I had always wondered. And uh, sadly, I think because of COVID and some other things, it, it doesn't get yelled quite as much. Uh, you can hear people under their breath saying 40. I absolutely still say 40 uh, whenever it comes up for me. I just, I for some reason, I just can't stop. It absolutely just comes out whether I really want it to or not. But now at least I know why I'm doing that. Thing. So again, shout out to the Bingo Bugle for having some really good information. Unfortunately, I think because of uh, COVID and the situation where everybody's been kind of hampered, uh, some of the local Bingo Bugles are still not available. I was checking out Houston to see if they had some information about the TikTok meetup, uh, which is actually what got me started looking through these things. And unfortunately, it's just not even available. The most recent copy that I could find was for March 2020. So hopefully things will get back to normal and they can start putting out some additional information to keep us all informed. Okay, so since the last time we spoke or the last time I did my podcast, which was uh, two weeks ago, just in case you don't know, I do them every other week. But uh, this is what's been going on with me, bingo-wise. I know I mentioned in the previous podcast that I had had a big slump, big, long, ugly slump. And finally, one, just before I posted that last podcast, I had won $250, which was great. And then the nice thing was, is in like the next day or so, I also won an additional uh, $100 on a 
pull tab instant. It was the zippers pull tab, and I got $100 from that, which was actually kind of funny because I was sitting next to a young lady, really nice girl, and she had a big win, okay? So I think she won $11.99, and she was nice enough to tip me $5, which was really sweet. But right when she tipped me the $5, somebody was walking by selling the uh, zipper pull tab. So I, of course, you know, gambler that I am, I immediately spent that $5 on some zipper pool tabs. And I immediately opened it up and got the uh, $100 instant for the zipper. So that was nice. I mean, I can't tell you how long it's been since I had an instant of any amount. So even though there are much larger ones out there for like, what, three or $400 or whatever, I was thrilled to get the $100 zipper. That was a lot of fun. That was nice. It made me feel really good. And just the irony that this girl just happened to be walking by when somebody tipped me $5 and I would buy that tab. So that was really a pleasant surprise. So the other thing that happened is, you know, there's a place where I play out here in California where you can play indoors or you can play in your car. And for the past few months, because it was really getting cold outside and because they really stepped up all the security issues inside, we'd been playing indoors. But now they have it that you can't eat indoors anymore. So that was really hard. I was getting really hungry sitting in there. You couldn't eat and you couldn't drink. Uh, that's still the rule. You can't eat or drink in there. And I was starving and it was really hard. So we decided, you know, that we'd all play in our cars uh, the following week so we could uh, just relax and eat our food and not have to worry about that. You know, when you get hungry, you can just eat. But it's kind of weird. You forget what it was like. So it was just kind of, oh, okay. First of all, my phone, because you have to do it through Zoom. When you're playing the bingo, you have to follow the the caller on your Zoom. And all I have is my phone. I don't have a big iPad or anything like that. I just have my regular little iPhone that I listen to it. And for whatever reason, I couldn't get a horizontal view of it. All I could get was vertical, which made the numbers really super small. It was really hard to watch. Even though you can hear them, sometimes you want to see in case you need to check a number or something like that. And so I'm like fidgeting like crazy, losing my mind, trying to figure out how to get this view to go horizontal. And it just wasn't happening. And I know it could, you could do it. I know there's somewhere in the setting that you click to make that do that. Of course, the good news is that even though it was a weird angle to be looking at it, I did get a bingo. I did win $300 that night. So that was fun. And it brought my total to $650 for the week. But while winning the money is fantastic, and certainly a big reason why we play bingo, one of the best things that happened to me since our last podcast was me finally reaching a 1,000 followers on TikTok. I think when I last left you, I was getting to 700, and now I'm actually past 1,000, which is amazing to me. It just absolutely cracks me up to have reached that goal. And thanks to everyone who is following me. I'm not sure if I'm going to go live. That kind of scares me, but I, I'm sure eventually I will. But right now, I'm just basking in the joy of reaching 1,000 followers. And uh, I look forward to making a lot more videos, and I look forward to using some of that information that I've learned from following people on TikTok to bring information to my listeners on my podcast, okay, so we can kind of help each other out. So anyway, that is the end of the second episode of 2022 for The Broke bingo attic. Thank you everyone for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope again, you'll follow me on the podcast. You'll follow me on TikTok. You'll check me out on Instagram and on Facebook. Thanks. It's not a game. It's a red stick.